Hi kids, before I get started with this episode, I just wanted to issue a trigger warning. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about a situation in where I felt unsafe um, around an older man. I am a younger woman and um, some of the comments that he made to me were pretty inappropriate and could be triggering to any of you who may have experienced similar issues. So I just wanted to kind of give you a warning ahead of time um, that some of this podcast may be a little... Um, upsetting or, you know, triggering to hear. So I love you guys. And I just wanted to uh, forewarn you before we get started. Hi, kids. Good morning, afternoon, evening, middle of the night. I don't know what time it is wherever you are listening, but hello. (laughs) Welcome back to yet another episode of Real Talk Redhead, the podcast. I am your host. My name is Liz. I am the redhead. I think last episode, I told you guys that I was going to dye my hair because this is old news now, but I am not a real redhead. I'm so sorry for lying to you guys this whole time, but that never happened. We never dyed my hair. The Beebs is my personal hairdresser and uh, we just didn't get it done. Life happened and we were busy and forgetful and it doesn't matter. So I know you guys were dying to know, (laughs) get it, dying, hair dye, (laughs) but I'm Um, (laughs) But no, it hasn't happened yet. I promise you guys can take to Instagram. As soon as um, it happens, I will let you know and you can see it and it'll be beautiful. Uh, But anyway, how have you been? How was your week since the last time I talked to you guys? Last episode, if you missed it, we'll give you a little brief rundown, was all about Valentine's Day and how Valentine's Day is not just for lovers. And for those of you who did listen to the episode, maybe you'll feel this way, maybe you don't. I don't know. You can let me know. But I don't think I truly, honestly conveyed what I was trying to, um, like, what I wanted you guys to get from that episode, which is Valentine's Day for many people is a day that's strictly for people who are in a relationship. And so if you're not in a relationship, then you feel like you're failing or that you aren't worthy of love or you're not worthy of celebrating the day. And that is not the case at all. And I want to make sure that none of you feel that way really ever again. And if you're the type of person who um, enjoys the day, regardless of whether or not you are in a relationship, I talked a little bit in that episode about ways that you can help share and spread the love to everybody around you. But most importantly, Valentine's Day and every other day, I want you to remember that love is all around you. Love is within you. You are worthy of being loved. Being in a relationship does not dictate your, you know, worthiness of living and loving and being loved. So go back and listen to that episode. I think that I gave a lot of really awesome tips to help, you know, you get through the day to help you share, you know, love with others. And most importantly, how to love yourself. I mean, isn't that the best? Like when you can wake up and be like, hey, yo, look in the mirror and be like, how you doing? (laughs) I think that we've made it, right? Um, In fact, I did go on Instagram and I asked y'all to fill in the blank. And the, the, the sentence was, I love blank. And I got a lot of really awesome answers. I got people saying that they loved their husbands. I had people saying they loved Disney, their kids. But out of the 11 answers I received, only two of them said, I love me. I love myself. And so that is a reminder. If you 
you know, make a list. Let's say you do it once a month, just kind of as like a, a gratitude reminder, a love reminder. Um, I love blank. And you forget or just don't automatically think to put yourself on that list. Uh, that's just something to be aware of because I know that you can go uh, take the time to to put yourself on that list, whatever that may mean for you. So um, I don't know if you guys can hear my washing machine, but I think this is a perfect reminder to tell you guys a little bit about the Anchor app. But anyway, let's go ahead and just jump right into today's topic. So I know that I've told you guys several times already that I was going to talk about dissociation and depersonalization. I am still going to do that. That's very much a topic that I want to cover, but I had an incident happen on Saturday that I want to discuss now, um, mostly because I'm still kind of in my feelings about it, but yet I've had enough time since then to process everything and kind of gather some thoughts that I want to share with you guys. Also, I know that I've said this before, but I just kind of want to remind you slash tell you, for those of you that maybe this is your first episode, if you're new here, hi, welcome. But one of the biggest reasons why I started the podcast is because I'm the type of person that likes to speak through my situations and my issues. I like to talk about them out loud. There's something about speaking them and hearing them, even if it's in my own voice, that has been very cathartic. It's, you know, given me a lot of like aha moments, a lot of epiphanies, and I've been able to see things in a different way that maybe I wouldn't have had I written them down or express them in some other ways. Many people write in journals and diaries, they create art to express themselves, and my way of it is speaking them out loud. And so I thought doing a podcast would be a great way for me to, you know, lay on your proverbial couch, if you will. If you guys didn't know, you're being, you know, my my unpaid therapist, so thanks for that. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> Um, I also hoped that me sharing my experiences would be able to touch others and help them understand whatever they're dealing with. Because as I said before, I am not a mental health or a medical professional. I have no kind of experience or education in the matter. I'm just a social, or excuse me, a self-care and mental health navigator. And that's what I'm hoping to do with y'all is help you navigate through this crazy thing that we call life. (laughs) So um, first of all, I'm safe. I'm fine. Everything is completely fine. But without, um, you know, taking any further away from the situation, let me just go ahead and jump right in and tell you what happened. And then we can discuss a little bit more about how we can deal with it. So I will say one more thing before I tell you what happened, though, that... I think the majority of you will probably be able to identify with this situation and that really upsets me because this shouldn't be happening, especially women. And that is unwanted, disrespectful comments from older men. So um, I will also say that I know men personally who have dealt with this from other men and women We've all been in situations where other people or strangers have made us feel uncomfortable in a variety of ways. So I'm not trying to single out young women versus older men um, solely. But I'm telling you that this is what happened to me. I am a younger woman and this was an older man. And um, let's just jump right into it, shall we? So I work in food service at a hotel and I work at um, 
a variety of locations, and one of them is a place that serves alcohol. And so I had a man come up to me, and he was an older white male. He had a service dog, um, and he seemed pretty typical run-of-the-mill person. Came up, chatted with me for a few minutes, mostly just like, hey, what, what's your favorite drink? What do you like? What do you recommend? I recommended it to him. And then he started acting in a way that made me uncomfortable. When I started handing him his drinks, he out of the blue just says, wow, you have a really great build, and looked me up and down. Now, first and foremost, I do not think that it's appropriate for a stranger, especially an older male to a younger female, to comment on their body type at all. Some people may argue with me and say, why can't anyone just go around and compliment another person? Well, no one said you couldn't compliment another person. But there's a time and a place and a way to do it. And looking a woman up and down and saying, wow, you have a really great build, is it really appropriate unless you're a trainer in a gym and you're like, hey, tell me your secrets? <laughs> I, I just don't, I just don't, it made me uncomfortable. And I would like to back up before I even go further and say, here's the situation. At the end of the day, I don't care who you are and what you say to me and what your intentions are. If I feel uncomfortable, that's where it stops. So... I just want to remind you guys, don't ever let anyone tell you that you're being too sensitive or that, you know, oh, well, that's not how they intended it, so you shouldn't feel bad. No, no one gets to tell you how you should or should not feel about the way that someone has treated you. Now, yes, of course, we've all been there too where we've said something that was taken in a way that we didn't intend it, but again, do we treat it as, well, it's not my fault that you got upset? Or do we treat it as, I'm so sorry, that's not how I intended it. I apologize. Let me back up and either, you know, reframe the sentence or take myself away from the situation because I know that I've made you uncomfortable and I don't want to add to that. Well, naturally, and pr I will say I'm very proud of myself for this, I spoke up almost immediately after he said, wow, you have a really nice build and looked me up and down. And I said, I'm sorry, that's really not appropriate. Well, here's what should have happened. This man should have said, oh, I'm so sorry. That wasn't how I intended it. I did not mean to make you feel uncomfortable and shut his mouth, taken his drinks and left. Unfortunately, that is not how it went. And this is Again, why I want to share this with you guys. He looked at me and said, not appropriate. What do you mean not appropriate? I meant it as a compliment. I'm giving you a compliment. Which unfortunately is how many of this exact same situation happens to many of us. We speak up for ourselves as we should. I want to remind you tenfold, do not ever feel like you should not have stood up for yourself in a situation like this and said and spoken up and said, no, I'm not okay with this. You should always feel that you can do that. But unfortunately, he responded in a way that makes many of us feel like we can't do that and says, I'm just giving you a compliment. I'm just giving you a compliment. So of course, at this point, I'm shaking. I'm uncomfortable because I can tell that he's gotten offended and is now being defensive. 
And I said, okay, okay, thank you. Okay, thank you. You know, I was very short. I wasn't giving him eye contact. I was just finishing up the transaction with him and trying to hopefully convey through my, you know, body language that um, I just wanted him to leave. So then he goes on to say quite a few other things that are red flags, make me uncomfortable. I'm just trying to get him to leave. He says things about being um, having traveled to countries all over the world. And he says when he sees something beautiful, he says it. I told him that wasn't necessary. He said it again, that he was just trying to compliment me. Um, he said that he wasn't jaded and wasn't one of these like old jaded men. And then we got quiet as I'm like finishing giving him his receipt. And then he says to me, you know, you don't have to be afraid of me. <sighs> that probably made me more uncomfortable than anything else at all. Unfortunately, you know, you just kind of get used to, which you shouldn't have to, by the way, um, you know, being a younger woman and growing up and having older men around you say inappropriate things to you about your body. I know that I'm not the only woman to deal with this. I know that I'm not the only person to deal with this. Uh, but a lot of the times you just kind of like nod and shrug it off. Hopefully they leave and that's the end of that. But the fact that he said, you know, you don't have to be afraid sent me through the roof. It felt very, um, you know, purposefully intimidating. I felt that he was trying to make me afraid um, you know, and hoping that I would respond with, uh, you know, oh, okay, well, thank you, like sort of response. But no, 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 your redhead did not respond that way. She looked this man dead in the eye and said, sir, I am not afraid of you. Handed him his pen and bid him a good day. Well, still didn't end there. He made comments about giving a drink to his wife and saying, I'm going to shove this in her mouth and see how she likes it. Um, yeah, I apologize. I realize now that this podcast may be triggering to some of you. And so I'm going to make sure that I put that in the title of this podcast and, uh, kind of warn everybody ahead of time that, um, this may be kind of triggering. In fact, I'm actually going to, um, put a disclaimer in the beginning of the podcast before I even start talking um, which so by now you guys would have heard that, but I'm just kind of thinking out loud at this point. Um, but yeah, that this was all said to me at my place of work. And so he left, um, my, I, I told my manager who had my full support and, uh, did not see the man again. Thank goodness. But um, I don't really need to tell you guys how that made me feel because you can probably already tell by my tone of voice. I've already kind of shared with you, you know, it wasn't okay. It did not make me feel good. Um, and as I said before, you can compliment somebody in a certain way where it's a compliment. And um, that was not it. And even if he truly, honestly, deep down in his soul did not think that what he was saying could have been an inappropriate, that doesn't matter. Guys, I have to reiterate this to you a million times over. Men, women, old, young, everybody, every human being. If somebody says or does something that makes you feel uncomfortable, their intentions do not matter. You do not get to be told 
that your feelings are invalid or wrong. Your feelings are yours. They are never wrong. Now, it's up to you if later you realize that maybe you were like feeling in some kind of a mood or you weren't feeling well or there was just something that happened that kind of like set you off and and you know that the person, you know, didn't mean any harm. It's completely up to you to go back to them and say, hey, listen, I lashed out at you. I apologize like that, you know, it upset me, but I realize now like it didn't need to upset me. You know, that's, that's okay. And that's different. But if you get upset by something that somebody says to you, they could tell you all day long that that's not how they meant it. Um, but it's still not going to change the fact that it made you uncomfortable and it's still not going to make it okay for them to, um, blow it off and just be like, well, sucks, you know, sucks for you that you feel that way. I'm still going to say it anyway, or feel it anyway, because I'm gonna do me. So I think the reason why I'm bringing this up to you guys is because, I want you to know that you're not alone and to feel empowered to speak up and stand your ground. Um, We're all in situations where after the fact, after it's all over, we wish that we would have said, you know, we're all, we're all like lay in bed and go, oh man, I really wish I would have said this or really wish I would have done that. Um, I have to say that I think I handled the situation, um, much better than I would have in the past. The fact that I told him it was inappropriate and the fact I told him I was not afraid of him is not necessarily something that I would have done in the past. I probably would have just smiled and nodded, said thank you, um, you know, and just not made eye contact and just like shriveled away until it was over. So the fact that I did what I did do uh, made me feel really proud. But Let me tell you some of the things that you don't know about how I felt after the situation. For the next probably 48 hours, I played that situation over and over again in my mind, thinking how I could have done it differently. Should I have said to him um, more? Should I have physically told him to leave? Should I have not said anything at all? This is actually what I thought is I should have just said, oh, thank you and tried to, you know, feed his ego so that way he would feel, you know, he wouldn't feel um, aggressive or defensive. I thought these things. I actually thought, should I have just like laid down and and taked it? Well, (laughs) laid down and took it. And just allowed him to talk to me that way and feel like he could have, he, he should have been able to get away with it. And the reason why is because many of us are told, um, especially as women, that, you know, we're too sensitive, um, you know, that we, some of us should be seen and not heard. That's still, this is 2021, by the way, and this is still completely happening. <sighs> And still completely, you know, prevalent in our day-to-day. I was really afraid, honestly. And especially after I spoke up and noticed that he got defensive, I was afraid for my safety. Would he try to come find me? Would, when I walked to the parking lot that night, I looked all over the place. Um, And I will say again that where I work made me feel very safe and very supported that that wouldn't happen. But, you know, there's always situations where, you know, 
you are alone and there isn't anybody right around you and you just never know. But if you guys are ever in a situation like this and you are on the receiving end of an uncomfortable comment, do not feel afraid to speak up and say, this makes me uncomfortable. Do not feel afraid to remove yourself from the situation and walk away if you have to, to find somebody that can help you. Do not feel weak. Do not feel like going to get help or being upset or shaking or crying or any of those things makes you weak. It does not at all point. That's on period. (laughs) That's what the kids are saying. Um, you're not weak, you are strong, and your feelings are the most important in this situation. Now, if you're the person who says something to another person that has offended them or made them upset, I cannot stress this enough. It is not about you. Take a step back, regardless of your intentions, And understand how you would feel in their shoes. If you went up to someone and said, wow, you're really hot. Wow, you look good. Damn, you have a nice build. And they don't reciprocate with a, oh, hey, thank you. Or wow, yeah, you too. Or, you know, anything like that. Stop the conversation. Be done with it. Apologize and say, sorry, like totally not how I meant it. I I, I didn't mean to make you uncomfortable. I will leave. That's all you have to do because it is not about you. Just like if you are on the other end of it, it's not about them. It's about the way that you feel and that's all that matters. And I just, I just really wanted to share this with you guys again because I wanted to get it out and tell you how I was feeling. And I think I needed to remind myself that it, you know, it doesn't matter. Here I was at some point between Saturday and now worried about this man's ego He had a service dog and he talked about traveling around the the world. And so I came to the deduction, I don't know if that's the right word, that maybe he's a old, he's a veteran. And I started thinking about how there's so many veterans out there who have dealt with a lot of traumas that I'll never be able to understand that have changed their mental and neurological napping like they they truly don't have some of these you know abilities to understand the things that they say and do and they've seen some shit and here I was trying to justify and excuse this man for what he said now again I am aware and I do think about the fact that he probably honestly truly did not mean to upset me. He probably was just like, hey, she looks good. I'm going to tell her. But at the end of the day, that is, it's not my responsibility to try to make that decision within that second, first of all, um, and to, you know, cushion his ego or his feelings. He's going to be fine. And me standing up for myself and my feelings means that I'm going to be fine. 
So I know that this was really deep. Um, again, if you're comfortable, I'd love to hear what you guys have to think about this episode. I would love for um, you to maybe share with me if you've had a situation happen like this before. How did you handle it? How did it make you feel? How has it shaped the way that you approach others or react with others, especially strangers, and especially, unfortunately, older men to us younger women? Um, you know, how, how has your past experiences affected the way that you approach those situations? Um, as always, I will not share any of your personal information anywhere. I won't share it on Instagram. I won't share it on the podcast at all. If I do want to share anything that you guys have said, I will 100 million percent ask your permission first before doing so. I don't, I won't share names or anything like that either. Um, I do think that it's important for us all to share our stories, though, because it makes us all feel a little less alone, and it's going to teach people for the future. There are young girls growing up. Maybe you're a young girl listening to this podcast, or maybe you are a mother of a younger girl who's going to grow up um, and have to deal with this. And I know I keep saying young girl, and it's only because that's the experience that I have. Um, But if you're a young man who's experienced this, or if you're a person who has been like that man was and has said or done something that's upset another person and it has taught you um, the importance of, one, reading the room, and two, of not letting it bruise your ego. It's not about you. It's not about you. (laughs) Um, But if if you're one of those people that's listening to this, reach out to me and tell tell me about your situation. Tell me what you've learned. I hope that this has helped you guys. Um, I don't, uh, I don't mean to bring up any kind of old wounds that may have um, kind of triggered anything for you. If I did, I greatly, greatly apologize, um, and I hope that you know you know that um, like you're not alone. I am here for you. That's not the first, second, third, fourth, fifth. That near identical situation has happened to me throughout my lifetime. Um, But that doesn't make it any more okay, and it doesn't make it any easier. In fact, the older I get, the more traumatizing it feels, to be honest with you. It's scary. I don't feel safe. And um, we should never not feel safe in our own bodies. So I love you guys. I love every one of you so, so much. I really do. You, you that's listening that I've never met before, I legit love you. I legit think that you're amazing. And the fact that you're here on this earth dealing with the crap day in and day out and you're doing it is just magical. Um, And with that being said, go out and do something that makes you feel good. Go out and do something that makes you smile. Go out and do something for others that make them smile. Share every little bit of love that you can without draining your own little love bucket. <laughs> wow, that was cheesy. Um, we all just we all just deserve to give and receive love. So I love you guys. Thanks for listening. Again, to next week's episode better be a lot happier than this. Or at the very least, it's going to be really educational. Don't forget, if you guys have any information that you either have or would like to know about dissociation and depersonalization, please feel free. Probably email me. I think DMs sometimes can get lost, but if you email me, realtalkredhead at gmail.com, I can um, organize those a little bit more. If you have your own experiences with depersonalization and um, 
dissociation that you want to share, let me know where it came from, what, you know, it feels like when you are experiencing it, uh, and so on and so forth. And I can share those on my episode. I love you guys. Have a wonderful day. See you next Wednesday. Hasta la pasta. Thank you.